Hello and welcome to the Digital Insight, the technology, procurement and supply chain podcast that delivers valuable C-level perspective into the core issues surrounding business transformation and digital disruption. Each episode will bring you the most inspiring executive insights from those who are leading transformation strategies within the world's biggest and best-known companies. The Digital Insight. Disrupt. Transform. Avon. Welcome to the Digital Insight, the official podcast series for CPO Strategy and Interface Magazines. Today, we're talking to Sam Holding, who is Head of International at SparkPost, the world's largest email deliverability platform. SparkPost delivers 37% of the world's B2C email, and SparkPost works with brands such as the New York Times, Pinterest, and Twitter. Today, Sam will be revealing the value that email brings to today's businesses, effectiveness as a delivery channel, and also optimization and analytics, providing deep insights into email campaigns. Sam, welcome to the Digital Insight. So I'm Sam Holding. I head up the international business for SparkPost. Um, over the past 20 years, I've worked in digital advertising and ad tech. And I've experienced just over the years just how important a really well-executed digital program is for a business and seen how email is a key component within that. And I was fortunate enough to be offered an opportunity to join the SparkPost team 18 months ago. Um, SparkPost is an email sending and deliverability platform. What that means is we, we send a lot of mail. We, we're the world's largest and most reliable email sender. We deliver almost 40% of the commercial email sent globally. Um, to put that into context, that's about 4 trillion emails that we support our clients to send. Um, and we've also got the world's largest email data footprint, which we make available to our customers for them to use to make data-driven decisions, ideally there to help them drive better performance from their email programs. And I guess one of the things we're talking about today is how business obviously is becoming more reliant on digital communications. And, and obviously, you know, COVID has represented quite an interesting time, hasn't it, in terms of how businesses have adapted and in the ways that they communicate both internally and externally. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, without a doubt, we've seen some real changes um, across the board. Fortunately, we work with a, a good array of clients across different industries and some unfortunately, have been quite badly impacted, And you can see that from the amount of emails that they did send and can send. Certainly, the travel industry is a good example of that, where it's just so fluctuating and no one really knows what the opportunity really is. Uh, where across other channels, you know, we, we've seen businesses do a lot more. But ultimately, what we've seen is consumers are, are online a hell of a lot more. Um, they're online not just to communicate, but for entertainment, for work, for shopping, it's almost become the new norm, and digital is is the, the mainstay for them. You know, we're fortunate that with email, it's been established for a long time as a critical channel for businesses to engage with their consumers, um, and it's an important tool not just for businesses but for consumers as well. And the added pressure that COVID nineteen has thrown upon us and and also businesses has, has meant that you know people have had to adapt to, to really hit their goals. I mean, we saw in a recent survey that we conducted that around about 44% of our uh, marketing leaders that we spoke to had actually increased their budgets 
for email marketing in 2020. And the reason they've done that, and there's a big focus on email, is not just that it's a proven as a cost-effective and reliable channel to engage. It provides a really good opportunity for brands to build credibility. And also with the tools now available, the analytic tools, you can spot trends in pretty much real time, which means that it's possible to pick up on issues very quickly that may impact the wider business. It's really easy to adapt. So with the influences of not just COVID, but everything else that goes on in, in businesses, you can you can use the opportunity with email to stop, start very, very quickly. Um, and you can optimize not only email, but other channels with the learnings that you've got. And, and ultimately, for businesses that need to drive revenue, it's a great way of looking to boost sales quickly. And were there any sort of good examples of any of your, or any sort of test cases, if you like, during COVID of, of any of your clients and, and how you were able to help them in maybe sort of difficult circumstances, if you like? Yeah, I mean, certainly retail is the, the industry that um, jumps out, that's had to adapt, certainly where um, retailers were dependent on footfall. And they had a digital presence, but maybe it wasn't the, the primary focus. And just with the, the fluctuating opportunity to have customers actually walk into your shop and the need to pivot and still drive revenue, you know, helping clients really understand uh, what they need to do in the digital space. There was a kind of a knee jerk reaction that if I can't talk to my clients in my shop, then I have to constantly talk to them, and send them emails or, you know, create some sort of awareness. And that's not always the best case. So what we've tried to do is, is adapt and work with our clients to provide them with tools to help them understand what is the right way to engage. I mean, ultimately, the goal is to drive the right message to the right person at the right time, not just with email across all channels, but certainly there is a, a negative um, impact of over-engaging with a client. Um, the, the consumer platforms that we all use, like Gmail and, and other email partners that, that people could work with, you know, they don't want businesses sending lots of email, sort of unsolicited email or just too much email that people aren't going to engage with to their customers. And they try and manage that for, for their customers. So if you send more, you know, you're not necessarily going to get the value or the return. You could end up getting totally blocked and lose that opportunity to have that dialogue with the customer. And it is hard. I do appreciate businesses feel the needs and the pressure to drive sales, but there is a fine line to to tread. And that's where we've worked really hard to try and provide tools that are insightful that can give you the indications but also help you understand what are the actions you should take and sometimes it really is a case of less is more and and obviously as we've just mentioned um certainly communications internally have changed radically haven't they um in terms of of email itself did you kind of see it any sort of big changes on the horizon, if you like, in, in terms of how we use email? I mean, is email going to always be, you know, the way that we know it now or are there big shifts coming? So I, I think, you know, certainly as a business, we use Slack um, an awful lot for internal communications. I'm not quite sure how many Slack channels I'm I'm part of now, but it's, it's quite a few. And, you know, Slack and Teams are great tools for internal comms. Um, there was some recent research that we picked up on from Ingram Micro that suggested around about 80% of all businesses still use um, email as their primary communications tool. Um, and I don't see that changing, certainly for transactional mail. You know, when customers are making a purchase or want to reset a password, 
pretty much straight away they look for an email to support this. So customers continue to see value from their inbox. Um, I know personally when I go out and I, I buy a product um, and I don't get a receipt, an email receipt, you know, it creates a little bit of unease for me. So, you know, I, I think that association will always be there. Um, an email also offers benefits outside of what you can get from some of the other new channels that you can potentially engage with. You know, email has always enabled businesses, if they choose to, to run highly personalized and targeted campaigns. And with the tools that you have available today, you can gain a lot more insights and understanding around, you know, what's really working. And it's that data that you don't really get in many other places um, that confound the kind of the building blocks for what you deliver in terms of your communication and personalization across other channels. Just knowing very quickly what messaging, what audiences are likely to respond to, sort of segmentation strategies you can carry over to other areas. And also you can track pretty quickly spending habits. You can see if there's a certain product that's a hero and you can you know, start tailoring your messages on the back of that, not just for email, but maybe across social or, or other campaigns. So e- email provides great direct opportunities to engage with customers and drive a return, but also the ability to influence what goes on elsewhere. And that's where I think there's more marketeers starting to understand there's a lot more value that you can get from your programs. And like you said, you touched upon there in terms of marketing, um, what do you think is kind of unique, if you like, about SparkPost um, compared to maybe some of the other competitors in the market? So for, for us, uh, our core point of differentiation is our reliability and security. We send an awful lot of email and to do that, and we are the cornerstone for a lot of big businesses, including a lot of financial institutions. So having that opportunity to work with someone that you feel comfortable will deliver an email at the right time to the right person is critical. So for business critical businesses, we provide that confidence that we will deliver what they need. Um, Our expertise is absolutely um, second to none. And unfortunately, email is, when I joined the email space, I I didn't quite fully understood. I knew how complex it could be, but the nuances are huge. Um, Every um, email provider has a different approach. Um, And it's a complex, tough um, vertical to, to work within for marketeers. And the expertise that we provide really does help our partners deliver more success. And then more importantly, what we're focused on over the last two or three years is taking the data that we have available um, within our platform and turning that into actionable insights. Having a lot of data um, means nothing unless you can actually interpret it and do something with it. So taking the data and making it easily available for our clients to understand trends, spot patterns, and also understand the opportunity to drive a positive return on the back of those actions is is really important for us. So the innovation across the board has really been around linking um, the sending and the delivery of the email and providing the tools for clients to really be able to understand the levers that they pull to drive more value from their programs. So email is uh, still in rude health then? It, it is. Um, and I think just as we continue to to i guess fight the challenges across all digital channels we're seeing more time spent and you know we certainly don't think email is is going away i know there's been stories for years you know emails changing it's it's dying and we certainly haven't seen that you know from a personal point of view i've certainly 
Um, I just couldn't imagine life without an inbox. You know, would I rely on uh, text messages? You know, they can do a job. But for a bank statement, you know, I, I look to my inbox. I don't actually get a bank statement sent through the, the post anymore. You know, I, I want it digitally and I, I want it sent to my to my inbox. So I, I really don't see email going away, but I do see it evolving. Um, and that's a big part of what um, businesses need to focus on because consumers and, you know, there is a, a right to be in an inbox and you have to prove that value that you offer. Um, that That's the challenge that um, businesses really need to focus on is, is how things are evolving and how they can keep pace with that. Um, the, I think the innovation part is something that I, I've um, spent quite a lot of time talking to our clients around. And you know, there's some interesting, certainly for us as a business, we find it particularly interesting. Um, and I'm sure others will as well. But um, certainly to, to a lot of people, email is just a kind of a, a, a text that they read. But for marketeers to find an engaging way to deliver um, a story to a client, it can be hard. But the new tools that are coming out, so the, the new tools in particular, we've got a lot of our brands that are asking us for innovation. They're, they're looking to improve the customer experience. Um, and make email more engaging and informative. Um, and a really good example of this is AMP. So AMP email is a technology that allows brands to embed interactive elements into their emails, like carousels and purchase buttons. Um, it enables the consumers to gain access more quickly to the information they want and easier. And in some instances, they just don't need to go to a website so they can interact through the email. So it's a much better experience for the consumer and it's a better way for businesses to build that that interaction um, you, you don't have so many steps in the dialogue and i think it's areas like that that um, will really help email continue to evolve and be a mainstay in terms of what businesses need and what consumers want um, so there's, there's definitely a lot to come in the email space thank you for listening to the digital insight podcast in association with the interface.net and cpostrategy.com the digital insight is brought to you by b2e media limited we hope you enjoyed this episode please remember to subscribe rate and review and don't forget to check out our podcast archive at www.b2e-media.com forward slash the digital insight